Fantasy Football Podcast. We want to welcome everybody in to the show. It is episode 36. Uh, the end of the regular season is upon us. There's one game going on tonight as we're recording this. Right over there is Jordan. How are you? I'm doing good. Back, back to uh, bounce back. A little bit of a uh, injury a couple weeks ago that's kind of held me out a little bit, but uh, feeling good tonight. Feeling good. Feeling real good. You're on the mend, huh? On my back, man. I don't know what the heck happened, but there's nothing worse than not even being able to breathe, let alone, well, breathing is important. I'm not a doctor. It's up there. <laughs> So, but you know what, man? I apologize for the layoff and uh, kind of back in time for the finale, the grand finale, the curtain call, as they call it. Awesome. Down there is Rob. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Just, uh, man, last couple games of the fantasy regular season to watch. Uh, We're about, as recording this, about a quarter into the the Bills game. And then we got one more game on these that had become kind of a... No, not in the norm, but uh, we've had a couple in these Tuesday night football games, which I don't mind. But uh, And then we're done. The fantasy football regular season. It's insane every year how fast it goes by. There's so much hype for it. We get all pumped. And this year was weird because we were like thinking, I think all of us at some point were like, oh, man, they're just going to cancel this stupid season. We're not even going to get through the damn fantasy season. And here we are, week 13 in the books. For the most part, you're either happy because you're in the playoffs, which in all three of the leagues I play in, I made the playoffs, fortunately, first time in a long time. Jordan's in the playoffs. Ryan is still Ryan is still (laughs) here. Do you know what is I you gotta say, you gotta say, like the NFL has as uh has done a great job. Like I know people have bitch and complain about like you know, Tuesday night games or, oh, well, this is what does this mean? You know, who cares what it means for your fantasy lineup? We have a football game. We have a double header on Monday night. Maybe we have a triple header uh, on Monday night. Maybe we have a on Tuesday night football game. Who cares? We get to sit back and relax and watch football. Like the, the, the NFL has adapted yeah. perfectly and been able to take what it, what it's been given that dealt the heart. What's, what's that saying? Dealt the hand that's given it. And play the hand you're dealt. The, the that's hand. exactly what I said. Dealt the hand. <laughs> that's what you said. Dealt the hand that was given it in Bizarre. order to make this season uh, go on and be able yeah, to. Of course, there was a there was a point this summer where we would have killed Didn't anything exactly. So I don't care if Baltimore's playing Dallas on Tuesday night. Good. No, gives me nothing because I only drink on when there's football games and when there's not. So it gives Honestly, me another reason to have a beer or two on Tuesday. <laughs> Every only, day of the week. The only game really that's been really kind of, oh, man, they probably should have pushed that please, or whatever. Please tell me the game. It's the Broncos. Yes! When, when you're when playing. no quarterback. When you're playing a, a practice squad rookie wide receiver as your quarterback, that was kind of gross. And. I think what that was was just uh, it was the NFL because I guess the Broncos did screw up on some of the protocols, having all four quarterbacks in two close. Okay, but you're telling me long, that whatever Baltimore, who, I'm, who I'm just uh, saying I no, right it was it was wrong, it was a, it was a huge shaft 
and I'm a Broncos fan that people know. I agree. Is it was a huge shaft of the Broncos and the Broncos organization and the NFL. It's a black eye when you're saying that Baltimore, who has all their running backs, Dobbins, Ingram, all those guys were out because they're all in the same room. Then all because it's a quarterback situation that it's fine. It feels like a bit of a double standard. Yeah, and they're playing the Saints. And and they found out Saturday afternoon that they had to call up some guy. I was waiting for the phone call. I sat by my bed all night with my alarm clock. Your arm, your arm looks good, dude. dude. I was ready. I could have thrown a slant one or it. one or two. I could have thrown a slant. Kind of. Do you know you kind of look? You kind of look like Philip Rivers when you throw. Yes, because like, I, I feel like you terrible. You throw from the shoulder oh, blade. You the delivery. The, yeah. yeah, the delivery. Like the, I was think. I was thinking looks more like Jay Cutler. Well, he oh, looks like Jay, Jay Cutler and yeah. throws like Philip Rivers. I, I have the personality <laughs> of Jay Cutler. He's but I do think I think the NFL is trying to make an example, right or wrong. I don't agree with it, but I think they're trying oh, they're to looking make an at a team who's struggling already. Baltimore, and they're just yeah, like, let's yeah, make okay. a play with right. no quarterback. Like, that was brutal. Imagine, imagine if it was, um, who's got uh, Green Bay? Say it was someone like a, a team, a yeah. top team who's fighting for a top seed. Imagine if it was Kansas City. And let's talk about that Kansas City game last night with the Broncos. I could, I had to put it on mute. Like, are you kidding me? Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels. I love listening to you guys, and I know that they get or a- Collinsworth. I found. I'm like, and they're like, oh, the Broncos are only in it because uh, Kansas City's really letting them stick around and let really give. <laughs> How many Broncos are playing <laughs> are insane defense? Me? They held them That's to the like one thing. four field goals in the four red four or five. In the whole, like you cannot deny the one thing the Broncos can do is play defense still. Yeah, and they sh- they were doing an awesome job, and it was just like Collinsworth was just he, he giving them zero credit and respect. Ah, it was kind of gross. But he loves Mahomes. He loves Mahomes. Everybody loves the NFL. Loves Mahomes, man. He's he's their he's their golden egg laying chicken or duck or whatever the hell swan. I don't know what that stupid. Uh, freaking story was well i mean in all fairness he is he is the best in the league i think already aaron, at this point aaron Rodgers has says uh hold my uh my uh my my beer here and uh let me show you my stats and i've been doing this for a lot That's more true. than three years he, aaron Rodgers and man, under multiple coaches now. and under less talent as what kansas city has been given no, no fault of their own but Kansas City's drafted well. They've built a team well. Yeah. And with their offense developing nicely, their defense has come in. Guys have seen what their offense can do and be like, yo, I want a part of this. So even, but you know what? One guy who I was really high on going into the year was Le'Veon Bell, even with the Jets. I thought he'd be great. And when he went to KC, I traded um, Ronald Jones for him straight up. No big deal. I thought Le'Veon Bell would come in and take it. And I watched that whole game last night. I'm like, you know what, Le'Veon Bell, I gotta, I gotta call him. I gotta text him. I'm like, man, you aren't what you used to be. <laughs> like it, it kind of hurts I, to see. He's lost a step, man. I was thinking the same a, thing uh, last night when I was watching that game. That's a perfect segue there, Jordan. Oh, what are we doing? Because before we all got off onto that 10 minute rant at the start of this episode, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Uh, we were going to do uh, hits and misses for the regular season this year. So uh, maybe we can get into that a little bit. Some of the guys, actually, before that, do you guys have any thoughts on week 13? Dolphins are for real. The Giants are for real. Um, I think the Browns are the for Browns real. are for real. Yeah, there's some sneaky teams that I don't think we were expecting at the start of the year that have 
have looked pretty decent. You guys nailed three of them right there. I think that um, Chubb is going to end up being, with the time missed, he's the latter part of the season, he's going to end being RB1, RB2. He's He's been sensational when he's played. And there's a guy like kind of like looking back now or at the end of the season, mm-hmm. a guy that was, I think a lot of people were, were overhyping how much Hunt was going to affect him. And when Chubb has played, he's a top five fantasy running yeah. back. And I think a lot of people had him like almost in the, the wide or sorry, running back two conversation going into draft day. Good. Like he was on that fringe and there's no doubt he's proven he is just a superior yeah. running back. He's so talented, and I think uh, he running the ball to be where I, he is. I feel like it's him and Derrick Henry. Are the uh, Derek, I think I could. I think pure, Cook, Cook, pure runners Cook may have a maybe. Cook, yeah, yeah. But I think, and we haven't really seen CMC this year. Yeah, but he's more of a like he gets a lot of his PPR half PPR. He's a lot. I yeah, think he's talk- top. But running the ball yard wise, pure runner. It's got to be Henry, and I think Chubb, like. Him coming back when he did is going to be huge for Cleveland. Stefanski's did an awesome job with that um, Cleveland offense, and I think it it helps Chubb going forward because I think they get out so far of a lead, even with just run it. Yeah, so it's giving Baker Mayfield more time to throw the ball, throw touchdowns, and then they rely on the run game. And Chubb, they know the run game's coming. Like defenses know the run game's coming. And Chubb's just better than them. And Chubb is one of those guys that at any point, if he 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 can take one eighty yards mm-hmm. at any point. Like some there's games where it's looking like, oh man, he's not doing much, and then all of a sudden you flip to another game and you come back and the guy's got 120 yards. Like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And uh, he's just he's just like Henry in that way. Like pure runners, those two guys, Henry's obviously bigger, but Chubb's a pretty big boy himself. But they're just they're insane. And he's a guy that definitely I think he was ranked, I'm looking uh Pre-draft rankings, he was ranked 13th, Nick Chubb. That is People, insane. And, and I think I was kind of guilty of this going into that. Hunt does play a role in that can, uh, Cleveland offense. Like, he does. There's no d- denying that. But And he was great when Chubb wasn't there. Like, he was... Was he, though? He was... I think he was good. He was, he was still games, running back was one. Good. Yeah. yeah. So... I think the Cleveland offense huge, which Ryan, to your fact, maybe maybe sliding into something a little bit is a miss. Is a lot maybe not with us, but OBJ. A lot of guys thought this was going to be a huge chemistry. You know, first year Bounce he was back year, yeah, yeah. And this, I I think they're better without him. Mm-hmm. I, they are like it's it, the proofs in the pudding. Like I think he really handcuffs. Um, what Baker does for some reason, like Baker just plays so much more free. And I think when you have just a diva like superstar wide receiver, like OBJ in your ear You've all the time, like throw me the damn ball, throw me the damn ball. Like it's just, I think some quarterbacks like Baker, they have to play just free and easy and, and throw to whoever's open. Like Higgins is getting the ball. Um, he's throwing Landry's all of a sudden a superstar Peoples again. Like Landry Jones? and him have legit Peoples Jones. Peoples Jones, the guy with two first, first names, names? <laughs> last names. <laughs> 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 like he just he's they need to get it's it, and it sucks they gave up an awesome defensive player like Peppers to get OBJ because with the that great defense the Browns already have if they had Peppers still 
Like that was just that was in hindsight. I, know, I think awful you know what I, don't, I think that all comes down to coaching though. I think I don't think they're missing. I don't think they're missing OBJ. I don't think they're missing Peppers at all because I think that they brought in new coaching, new coordinators, and I think that's what's helping. Cleveland's willing to put it behind them. I'd be very surprised to see OBJ back in Brown. You know what I mean? I like I, I think that. Uh, yeah. They brought in a whole new atmosphere to that Cleveland organization that what they did in the past doesn't affect what they're doing in the future. So I think they're going to try to move them. Even a draft pick, even a third-round pick, if they can get a third or a fourth-round pick, like don't forget, this guy's been hurt yeah. multiple times. And there's going to be a team. He hasn't been good for years. Yeah, so there's going to be a team. Like over a season. Even like, and I hate to say it, the Raiders. Or or someone like yeah. that who will who, stop it? No, they got too much wide receivers. It's addition. It, it'd be just addition by subtraction. And like you say, yeah. Jordan, you can't live in the past. You can't worry about. Oh man, we we got rid of peppers, so, whatever. What, what, that, that's true. Like they they that that offense runs through the running game, and that's what makes Baker even that much better. Is because the running game's working, the play action's working, the offense is working. So that's that's been a nice surprise. Is the Browns. Um, a huge surprise for me this year has been the resurgence. And I got to say, we called it, I think, after week two, the resurgence of Aaron Rodgers. We were talking the podcast, I think if we go back, how he was looking pissed off that everyone was kind of, you know, starting to pull the casket out for him. And they he has dropped been his fill in. They dropped. Yeah. And they didn't give him any help. Yeah. I mean, he was, again, looking on pre draft. Um, uh, rankings. I think he was ranked 13th mm-hmm. quarterback, like behind some real kind of scrubs. And Aaron Rodgers next to Mahomes. Who else do you want for fantasy quarterbacks right now? Like even uh, Russell Wilson's fading. We got Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes. They're they're the two MVP candidates. So that's been a nice surprise to me. It I, just I like shows it. you. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, it shows me that you have to stay moving in, in fantasy football. It's just another reminder of that. Like, That's cause it's not like there was no reason that he was ranked at 13 or whatever. There's a reason why he was ranked there before the season. Cause that's what he did last year under a brand new coach. There's no reason to think that their offense would change to a passing offense. But I, I remember that episode too. I put that question to you guys, whether Aaron Rodgers was back legit for the rest of the season. I think you both said yes. Well, I think that the, the, Green Bay offense has kind of shown us, and we've mentioned it, that's what they're going to do. They're going to run, not run necessarily, but they're it's going to go through Aaron Rodgers. Their offense is going to run through Aaron Rodgers. So whatever he wants to do, how many times is he audible? How many times does he change plays at the line to do a quick slant? Like it, it's, And the, their running backs are scoring points through receiving the ball. So Aaron Rodgers... Until he proves to us that he's not willing to throw the ball anymore, you know what I Which mean. Which is not going to happen. Exactly, he's quarterback. He's not. He's not going to sit back and be like a. a I want to play wide receiver yeah. now. No, but you know what I mean. Like he's not going to sit back and say, uh, "Let's take the let's let's." No, even man. when they're up You're, forty-two to three, they're still going to throw the damn ball. And when they're on the goal line, half the time he throws it to Adams. Like as a guy that owns uh, Aaron Rodgers is kind of, or sorry, Aaron Jones is kind of frustrating because they'll be first and one on the goal line and he throws it to Devonte Adams three times. It's uh, that is a guy that 
I mean, he was ranked. He was ranked high coming into the year. Was he though? What was he ranked? I mean, he was top five. Adams. I, I will look up here. What was? I uh, feel like he was a top three. I'm referencing in. Fantasy Pros half because Hopkins PPR. wasn't. He was ranked number two. So we got Michael yeah. Thomas, who cool. due to injury, I mean, it's hard to know, but he's. I mean, injuries are a part of fantasy football. So Michael Thomas has been a massive disappointment this mm-hmm. year. Even when he's come back, he hasn't really done much. We'll call him a Dolly Parton. Adams. We'll call him a Dolly Parton. Dolly, oh, Dolly Parton. A big bust. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I'm like, brain. We got brain. there. Think about this. <laughs> um, so the top five coming in. coming. In, I'll give you the, oh, <laughs> you man. Got- I'm going to give you the first two. Here's the first two tiers. Okay, tier one. This is Fantasy Pros Half Point PPR. Coming into the season, we had Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, who is he a top five guy that you want anymore? I don't know. Tyreek Hill, number four. That was your tier one. Thomas, Adams, Julio, and Tyreek. Tier two is Ugly Boys, besides Hopkins. We got Godwin, who's been very disappointing. uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's lived up to it. He's been great. Kenny Galladay, who's just been non-existent. Okay, so imagine you drafted, and then number eight was Allen Robinson, who's been hit and miss. But I mean, I don't know that I love Allen Robinson that much that I'd put him at eight. When you're talking guys like that, we loved one of the guys that we loved, Adam Thielen, who was ranked down at eleven. Um, you got AJ Brown at fourteen. DK Metcalf was twenty-two. Keenan Allen twenty-three. Stefan Diggs twenty-seven. Those Insane. those are guys that were borderline. Like I don't know if I don't know, they might be flex players, and they've all been yeah. wide receiver ones. Yeah. So man, but going back to I guess where we all started this, Adams is just he's 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 heads and shoulders above every their wide receiver. So imagine imagine taking take. Julio and. Who was the other guy that I was thinking that you said? Julio. Kenny Galladay? Yeah. Imagine if you had Julio and Galladay. You drafted no RBs, and then you drafted a running back. You got Devontae Adams, and then on a flip, you got Thielen. Like, wide receivers are just so hard to predict. Like, I, I think those are the two guys that, to me, have stood out to be value, where guys are going Julio, guys are going... Um, one other guy. One other guy, George. Don't mean to cut you off. You have more to say. Keep talking. No, no. What are you gonna say? Talk. Just talking about Tyree Kill. I was gonna say. So I was gonna let you talk, and then I was gonna overcut you. What were you gonna say about Tyree? It's because I think Tyree Kill has been very disappointing up till the last couple weeks. Like I think he last week he had like that huge game, which made him massive and jacked his uh, rankings up huge. But don't be like look at his whole. That's kind of what he does, though. I know, I but as your wide receiver one, when you could have had Adams or like you're like people were taking Tyreek Hill over Devontae Adams. Yeah, but you also could have had Michael Thomas. I mean, I think Tyreek Hill, he's had a weird season because I think I think he's had a more consistent season than most people think. Like he hasn't had those um, as many of those massive games, but he's been there. He's had a nice floor. He's kind of like 
he's like the wide receiver version of Aaron Jones this year. Like Aaron Jones seemed a lot flashier last season because mm-hmm. he had he had those multiple like 30, 40 point games that are awesome. But he had a lot of really bad games. Whereas this year he hasn't been as flashy, but he's he's had a floor of that that double digit floor. Uh, so it's it's a little different. I find Hill's been that way too. He's been kind of out of out of sight, out of mind because he hasn't had those massive games like we're used to with with that guy. But overall, you want them on your team because they have such a nice floor this year. So it's maybe I don't know. That's that's just a feeling I have. I'm not looking at stats at the moment for to to, to verify that. Except for Aaron Jones, I have him, so I kind of have noticed that. So it's kind of antidotal. 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 I never Antid- know how to say that word. Antic. So Antidotal one guy though, farm. Antidotal. One guy, boys. <laughs> and this was a guy that we pumped up big time. We all loved him as I think most of us, maybe next to Lamb, liked him as our top wide receiver rookie was was uh, Jefferson with Minnesota. And I'm he, pretty sure we all agreed on the podcast that he was early on. Yeah. Jefferson was the Okay, wait one second. Can we rewind this? I take everything back I said about Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's been great. <laughs> yeah, he has been great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See what happened? You just yeah, hate him. I just it don't is, like You just him. hate him because he beat your yeah, Broncos yeah, yeah. last night. And he did a backflip into uh, like you're oh, right. Oh, that was rude. Nah, nah. That no, was... you're right. You know what, man? That was Tyreek Hill. Is, he's good. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? thought? Oh, wow. So I take that back. Just for one. The best okay. that's the that's best fair. the best part of uh the best part of that game last night, so twenty twenty, like something you'd never hear. Is when he caught the touchdown. There, no, 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 no. Oh, that was that crazy. Was awesome. No, the, the, the referee. There is no penalty for doing the backflip into the yeah. end zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Is that even the best thing? is when I saw him caught it, he catch it. He when Tyreek Hill caught it, I like went to the yeah. TV and I literally was like, shh. <laughs> like, what was with them? What was with them punting so fast? Because they didn't think he caught it, and I was, yeah, I know, I, I, but but still, I'm like, as if like my whisper better... into the TV would have, and I'm like, shh, don't, don't say anything, Mister. <laughs> but it was like they're, they, they, that they punted insane. with like still 20 seconds of the play clock. I've never seen anybody punt so and fast, because like... I think the Broncos, I think it was Bayou. Who I, I I don't get, but when he flipped the ball out of his hands, I'm like, okay, it was in his hands. How the hell is it in his hands if he didn't catch it? So, because mm. and then and then Tyreek Hill picked up the ball and he threw it away. I'm like, dude, don't just go, just go, just go. Have you ever seen though? Like wide receivers always think they caught it. I've never seen a guy like the wide receiver, yeah, not even think he caught it. Like they always think they catch it. It was that was a weird play. Like that was okay. Talk about let's, Jefferson. Can I get back to Jefferson oh, for one second? Yes, Jefferson. Yeah. So he this was, was this was a hit for us here on the Reality Fantasy so Football I think Podcast. We need, to, we need to grab the grab the pump and and start <laughs> pumping up our tires on this one because we we nailed and we nailed Thielen too. Like we like both these yeah, guys. Yeah. Sorry, I just bumped my mic. Probably everyone heard that. Um, he was ranked sixtieth. Yeah, sixtieth. Like this guy probably wasn't drafted. In Are you something. talking about Jefferson or Thielen? Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah Jefferson. Or Thielen was like I think, top fifty mm-hmm. or so. But but uh, Jefferson and and he started week the first. He didn't start the first couple weeks, so he was slow coming out of the gates. And uh, big props to Matty Hops in our league for whole. He drafted him, 
and held him. I bet you he got dropped by a lot of people after the second week mm-hmm. when he wasn't really doing anything. And Matt held on to him. And I remember trying to get him off him so hard. And he would never trade him. And w- what a gem he's turned into. I looked it up. When he became the starter in week three, if you look at week three on. Oh, my goodness. When you look at week three on, Jefferson only Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams have outscored him in fantasy. Mm-hmm. He's the number three fantasy wide receiver since he became a starter. So that that's Amazing. a guy that is just uh, – he's been insane. Jordan, what are you looking at? It's distracting me. It's distracting do everybody. You have, do you have like a You're, a you're saying, oh, Jordan? my. You're looking at your phone. I was, I'm not watching the – I'm going to bring up – Breaking news. I'll bring up, I'll bring up one name because back – Back in the spring, we were doing all the Jordan's all watching the, the goddamn football game while we're trying to do a podcast. I'm like looking <laughs> at it. He's like, oh my, oh my, <laughs> look at that play that you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Dude, I'm multitasking. How do you know I'm not talking <laughs> no, about no, you? Not. Oh my, oh my, you make great points. <laughs> I want to okay, bring up thanks. a miss though. That's okay. Early in the season, in every one of our mock drafts that we did on the podcast. Every single one, we were so ecstatic to get Hayden Hurst as our tight end. Oh my! We thought that he would be the next Austin Hooper. I need another, possibly drink. a top two, three drink. tight end. Yeah, but you know what? And that was I a miss, boys. Whole... Now I know it's the it's the position. Whatever. The position's been. I don't a think miss we were alone. Over. You know what? You win some, you lose some. And I think that yeah, but we, that cares? was a big miss. Like sure, if if you drafted uh, Hayden Hurst, then by week like five, you're like, man, I screwed up. I'm going to pick up someone else. Like, tight end, if you don't get Kelsey this year, I feel bad for the guy. Like, if you were drafting Hayden Hurst, you're, you were waiting on a tight end. If you were drafting a guy like Mark. I feel like in some leagues, I think the hype on him got him up into the Darren Waller range. Way too much. Because what it was, yeah, we but there all was saw a, there, Austin Hooper and how awesome he looked. And we're like, ah, oh, Austin Hooper's not that good. And look what he did. Yeah. Hayden Hurst was a first-round draft pick, wasn't he? He was, draft, he was drafted like, before Lamar Jackson. Yeah, like he was a first round. We're like, and Mark he's, Andrews. He's going to go in there and just light it up. Hooper was a fifth round pick. Nobody. Like, Hurst was. was it, Hurst, it, Hurst was drafted honestly, before Andrews. He was their. He was their first overall. He was their first pick, pick in, in, in the draft. that draft. That draft year. So it was before Andrews then. So, so solidifying my that's, point that he was drafted. You are correct, sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who is Mark? Am I right or am I right or am I right or am I right? No, you're right. Yeah. And um nah, I just think that So the pro I think the process was the process of reasoning was correct. But Hayden Hurst, I just don't think is that good. And also Matt Ryan's taking a Matt Ryan, step there is no worse team He's to trash, watch man. than Atlanta. There is no oh. team worse to watch than Atlanta. So I think that when 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 if you're if you reached for Hayden Hurst, A, you shouldn't have. B you're getting. You should have known have. by week. <laughs> you shouldn't have listened to us. No, but I mean, like the drafts where I think Ryan's referring to was we had to pick like a position in every draft to fill out our roster. Okay, we did that. So we took the tight end round six, I believe it was, and Hayden Hurst was still there. There were still other tight ends there, and if 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 you held on to Hayden Hurst, then maybe you shouldn't have. <laughs> like it's it's that simple. Like exactly, like I Ryan just think, was saying I just earlier, think maybe you got to move on. Yeah, right? yeah. I think it's maybe a note for next year. Like those couple of maybe two or three tight ends. I think next year they're going to be worth 
really reaching for. Guys, obviously Kelsey already is. I think Kelsey's the only one. Kelsey's a he, he's just a, a game changer. Like Kelsey should be like a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, yep. the way he is so much better than every other tight end. Kittle is awesome, but the guy's always hurt. Mm-hmm. Always. Like I would, I won't trust. It. I as great as he is when he plays, he's not going to play more than ten games a season. And that's not questioning his now, his heart because the minute oh, no. he can play, he's out there. It's just he amazing. is le- legitimately hurt. Like it's just. To show how bad tight ends this year were, like, yeah, we missed on Hurst, but Hurst was ranked consensus number nine. But, I mean, we had Kelsey, Kittle, okay, yes. Mark Andrews has been, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's useless this year. Zach Ertz was the number four ranked tight end going into the year. And then Waller, who to me is the number two now. Yes. He was five. Evan Ingram was number six. Hunter Henry, Ooh. Higby, Hurst. What has Higby Cook, done for you lately? Wrong. Like, Gusecki. It's terrible. The one guy that's been great is TJ Hawkinson. I think yeah. he's the number three tight end right now, and he was ranked 14. So you just, tight ends have just been a disaster. Like, of those guys I riddled off, you maybe want like two or three of them. It's, Riddle it's me ridiculous. this. Riddle me this. Crazy. Write me a song about riddles no so i Dr. think with Seuss. tight ends or something like that kind of um is you wait on them and then when you find one you hold on to them for you grab a, when you find a good tight end you just grab onto it and just and take it for the ride it, and then once it once it's done it, and you leave and love it yeah. and cherish it okay you guys got any other <laughs> names here we're, we're rambling about every single player uh one guy i think that we should talk about that we kind of maybe hit on a little bit was the comeback player who's kind of been forgotten because of depth is Jerick McKinnon. When he could fill in for San Francisco, he was a great <laughs> running back. I think he was good. <laughs> what a crazy name to bring up out of everybody. I, I, he had like he had like one good game all no, year. No, he when he filled in, he was and he's always played he, a he always played a role. Like this guy Jarek had this guy hasn't played since 1904. And yet, when he Dude, played, I think when you check when you check your stats, you're gonna like pull out Tyreek Hill. Uh, let me like, see. Oh wait, he had two good games all year. Okay, well then you tell me another guy who's been better. <laughs> Do you know one thing? A guy that I was really okay. On, then I'll have to agree with you. I thought he had. I thought he was gonna have a good one more good year. Was Todd Gurley, and he, yeah, he did look good for the first. Six or he seven was scoring games a lot of touchdowns because of touchdowns, but now yeah. that knee and he's looking like Kay. crap. Okay, McKinnon, week one, 11. Week two, 15. Week three, 15. Week four, 15. Week five. No, you're making up numbers Kay. now. You're These right. These aren't real numbers. Week eight. We'll skip to week eight. 12.9. <laughs> week nine, 15.3. But so besides those seven weeks in between, he's got my comeback player of the year. Hey, yeah, for everything he besides went Alex bottles Smith. up. Hey, Alex Smith is the comeback player of the year. He they just beat yeah the eleven and oh, oh shoot Pittsburgh I got some Steelers. friends to text. Hey Deontay Johnson, there's a kid you got to talk about going in going into next year. Deontay Johnson is he a, a wide receiver? A guy that I think we missed out on was yes. Juju. Uh, I never liked Juju. That's I why like I Juju. said we missed out on him. Was I think he that has... we were pretty down on him. And I think oh, that... Th- because we're... By missed out, you mean we really nailed it. 
Yeah. By no. missed out, you mean we missed out on we missed out on being wrong and we were completely right on Juju. No, because Juju's, Juju's good. good with these other players back now. He's not doing much though. Do I have to pull out numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me what his do in week five? Jordan, out of the last thirteen weeks, give me his four best weeks. Okay, one second. <laughs> I'm on dial up internet here. I Let me see. <laughs> I don't know about Juju, man. Like he's to me, Juju's a flex player now. Like all the after. Yeah, the I guess you're right two, where you're taking him. Yeah, I guess maybe. For let, the, me, let me let me put this question to you guys. Uh, one, one last question. Quick. It, this is nice. This is nice reminiscing of the the season that was twenty. This may be a two just hour so, episode. Just, dude, I'm just so glad we got a season in. Yeah. One of, one of the bigger disappointments for me this year was Jonathan Taylor. No, sh- no just been crap. Terrible. You drafted him so early. Oh. After. I drafted him fourth round. Especially once Matt got hurt. It's like, this guy's going to be slam dunk. Yeah. But here's the question. He had a great game last week. Is he going to be a league winner over these next three weeks? Do you think it's possible? I definitely, looking at their schedule, I think you just put him in and hope for the best at this point. Like in the playoffs, that's what you do, right? There's no, don't try to be too cute in the playoffs. Going in, going into week fourteen now for all our hundreds of thousands of listeners, don't be too cute in the playoffs. Play the best players you got. I mean, take into consideration matchups, but don't overplay your hand. You're one and done. Dance with the girl that invited you to the party, and hope that you get um, lucky by the end of the night. Man, I think I feel that like we summed it up. That. that was that was beautiful. That was motivational. That's poetry. Beautiful. Say it. If I, dance with the girl that you've handed you the no party. No, you're messing it up. Dan, I'm cutting it off. Hey, follow us on Twitter at Reality FFP. All right, it's subscribe to the podcast. It's been a great year so far. Enjoy the first week of your playoffs. Go get some. We'll see everybody next time.